everybody, welcome back to another Podmas episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host Maxine, one episode, Podmas episode 8, 2021. Uh, okay, so Mr. Big is in big trouble. Boom, boom, That I worked on that all day, all day. I, I am flabbergasted by this news. I... You know, we're going to talk about the timing. We'll talk about the timing. But ultimately, I do believe it. I do believe it. So let's get into it in case you are unfamiliar with this news. So Mr. Big, whose real name is Chris Noth. I need to call him by his real name because it's not Mr. Big who did these things. It's Chris Noth, allegedly. So Chris Noth is accused of sexually assaulting two women and... These two women came forward and described their accounts separate from each other. Actually, they did so months apart. And one account is a sexual assault that occurred in 2004. The other account occurred in 2015, allegedly, right? And um, uh, it's startling news you know i think with sexual assault it's such a big ass deal obviously right but there's sexual misconduct right there's sexual harassment there's sexual inappropriate behavior sexual assault is rape hello sexual assault is sodomy sexual assault is all of the above so it's not like oh he just sent sent a flirtatious message and, you know, things got a little frisky over the phone. Or he kept on sending dick pics. No, no, no. Assault. Allegedly. So let's get into these stories. And I, y'all know, I, I don't believe all women. <laughs> oh, I cracked myself. Let's, hold on. Before we get into this, let's talk about my hair. I love my hair. And I know this is not a video podcast, not yet at least. Eventually, I would like to expand to video, but I really want that shit to be professional. Like, I don't want to do it on my iPhone. I mean, iPhone is quality, actually, but I want a video guy, woman, whomever. I want a video person, a professional, and I just want a team. I I do everything by myself, which I'm proud of, don't get me wrong, but there are some areas I am not an expert at, at least not yet. And I'm not really interested in doing everything all the time because it's time consuming and it's tiring. And with all that I have going on with my condition in particular, I'm more fatigued than I would be had I not have endometriosis. So anyway, it sounds like excuses, right? But I really would love a team. So if you're listening, and if you are very good with video and with uh, marketing as well, please reach out to me and we could uh, see where things go. But, uh, yeah. But anyway, my hair is really the bomb.com. I got a silk press recently and my hair is just full of body because that's what 4C hair is. And I wanted to talk about this briefly because... 4C hair don't get enough love um, because it's like, oh, your hair's so kinky and, and thick. And don't you wish you had just like that 3C Hispanic borderline white girl hair? And don't you got to cover your hair all the time? And 
I'm here to tell you you don't. I'm here to tell you you can't embrace your natural hair in any capacity. If you want to wear your hair in protective styles, like braids in particular, I wear my hair in braids um, a lot. And when I am not in braids, I do have my fro out. And um, I'm dabbing into silk pressing not too often, but often, well, not too often. The last time I got my silk press was earlier this year. Anyway, let's get back to Chris Noth. That's what the, side note, side note. So Chris Noth, whoo, child. So two women came forward. One is 40, the other is 31. They both alleged they were sexually assaulted by actor Chris Noth. The two women who approached the Hollywood Reporter separately months apart and who do not know each other, according to this report, right? This could be a lie, right? Everything could be a lie, I mean, our existence is a lie, uh, said promotions and press reports of HBO Max's Sex and the City sequel series, and just like that. So I'm reading this part in particular because with the reprise of Sex and the City, which is now and just like that, that's what it's called, this triggered these two women to come forward and say something finally. I think with the exposure of and the promotion of this new show of Sex and the City, it made these women feel like, okay, this guy, he assaulted me. He sexually assaulted me, and now he's getting all this praise. And as you know, which I talked about in a previous Podmas episode, Mr. Big gets killed off. Not killed off. I mean, he wasn't murdered on the show, but his character dies of a heart attack. And it was a big-ass deal. A lot of us Sex and the City fans really was attached to the love story between Mr. Big and Carrie. As toxic as their relationship was. You know, like, we don't sit in the toxicity of the relationship enough. And I want us to sit back and realize how toxic their relationship was now doesn't mean I wish death upon him not at all it's just that when things are now revealed more and more after someone's death you get to realize oh this person wasn't all this cracked up to be so yeah Mr. Big was just a trash ass nigga on the show and he turns out to be a trash ass nigga in real life And I am disappointed. I'm very disappointed. Um, So let's describe some of these moments. So Lily, she describes that she... Hold on, let me get to that specific part. Okay, so after... No, Zoe. Okay, her name is Zoe. Well, actually, I think this is like a pseudonym because they don't want to come out with their real names and um, they may have some compromising positions, which is fine. So Zoe is the name given. And this story takes place in 2004. She just graduated college. She's 22 at the time. And she moved to L.A. to work in an entry-level position for a high-profile firm where Noth, Chris Noth, and other celebrities regularly had business. So she met him through her job. He would walk by her desk and flirt with her. He somehow got her number from the directory and was leaving messages on her work phone. Her boss was like, Mr. Big's leaving messages on your voicemail, she says, that um, now former boss tells the Hollywood reporter she witnessed Noth talking to Zoe at her desk. 
Zoe also let her listen to some kind of flirty voicemails from him. The ex-boss said he thought it was odd that Noth, who was 49 at the time, had gotten Zoe's number and left those messages, but says she didn't find it alarming. And I don't find that alarming either. People flirt, right? Like, it's that's nature. And it doesn't matter how old you are, how much of an age gap is between you and the person who's flirting with you. That is nature. Now, at this description here, nothing necessarily assaulty-like is happening. He's not taking his dick out and saying, suck this bitch. You know, he's not pinning her against a wall and holding her hostage. Like, none of that is happening. What we're reading, what I just read, is just a buildup of what was eventually, allegedly, taking place afterwards. So, um, Nav lived in New York. And let's give some more context as well. So, 2004 was definitely at the height of Sex and the City. Some more Sex and the City started in 1999 and ended, let's see, Sex and the City. (laughs) Yeah, I remember when I first watched Sex in the City. And of course, I was at home in Boston and living with my parents. And <laughs> we just had cable and there's is a three-bedroom home. So, I shared a bedroom with my sister, my mom and dad have their bedroom, and there's a bedroom downstairs in the basement. The TV in my bedroom, my sister was already watching her show, and I really wanted to watch Sex and the City. So I went to my mom and dad's room, which is, like, right across from mine, and started watching Sex and the City. My mom and dad was in the in the room. So I'm watching Sex and the City. Mind you, I'm probably, like, 12, <laughs> maybe 13, maybe 14, but I'm young. I'm not older at this time. And... I'm watching this show. My dad walks into his room, rightfully so. He could walk in whenever he wants. So he walks into his room right at the time when Miranda, Miranda, who's the redhead one, or was, because she's no longer redhead in the in the new series. But he walks in to when Miranda says, I just want to have sex. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I got to go. But, of course, I was really interested in the show, and I started watching it a little bit more consistently, as much as I could at that time. But having that awkward experience with my dad, walking into that moment, he's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, uh, Sex in the City? Like, <laughs> there's no, there was no avoiding the question. There was no, like, sugarcoating what I was watching. The show is called Sex and the City. In your face. But, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, the show... Started in 1998. It lasted for six seasons. So probably around 2004, it was still at its peak and was about to wrap up soon, soon after. So we have this woman describing the beginning of their relationship. And um, let's, let's get into the details some more. So Noth lived in New York, but at one point, Zoe says he invited her to come to the pool at a building in West Hollywood where he had an apartment. Okay, cool. I, I, I want to go to a pool. You know, that's going to be exciting for someone. And you have to understand, she, yes, she's of age. It's not like he molested a child. 
Um, and yes, there's an age gap, but I'm not putting you to the to the coffin because of the age gap. Like I don't I don't feel like that's fair. Like if you want to have a relationship with a 22 year old and you're 49, and so it is. Like I don't necessarily always find that predatory. Like, but you know, to each his own. So anyway, so uh, she goes to yeah. So he invites her. She told him she had a friend who lived in the same building and had been to the pool often. So she's basically saying, I'm unimpressed. I've been there. It's a, a pool is a pool is a pool. That August, she and her best friend from college who was visiting from the East Coast excitedly went to the pool to meet Noth. So she was deciding to finally go ahead and take him up on his offer and go, but she decided to go with friends. The, the visiting friend confirms going to the pool and sitting with Zoe and Noth in the jacuzzi. Zoe says, Noth asks her all sorts of questions about major and what I studied. Uh, so he's trying to show interest. Then according to Zoe and her friend, he said he had to go to his apartment and take a, and take a call. But he left the book asking Zoe to look through it. Okay, get to the part where it's sexual assault. I mean, not to sound like, like, okay, I'm trying to find it. When it says over, she says, I, I realized there was blood on my shirt. Ooh, okay, okay, let's, let's get to that part. So let me read this. When she was when she went to his apartment to return the book, Zoe says he kissed her. Okay, so apparently when they were at the jacuzzi, he left a book of his and she held on to it and decided to give it back. No, hold on. I mean, just read it. I'm being impatient. He had a book with him and told her to take a look at it because he was thinking of doing a project based on the material. Then according to Zoe and her friend, she said he had to go to his apartment to take a call, but he left the book asking Zoe to look through it and bring it back to his apartment. Zoe was flattered. He said, I love to know what you think. I thought, oh, I'm new. He's asking my opinion. I've only been in Hollywood for two months. Okay, exciting. Uh, you know, this, this big time actor is asking for my opinion on a project that he's working on. I'm flattered. I'm impressed. And I'm excited for this opportunity. I can understand how she feels that way. When she went to his apartment to return the book, Zoe says he kissed her as she stepped through the door. She tentatively kissed back, but then said, thank you, I'm going back to my friend. The kiss itself didn't alarm her. She thought a kiss from Mr. Big would be a fun story to tell her friends. Okay, fine. But she says he then pulled her toward him, moved her toward the bed, pulled off her shorts and bikini bottom and began to rape her from behind. Yikes. She was facing a mirror. It was very painful. And I yelled out, stop. She says, and uh, she says, and he didn't. I said, can you at least get a condom? And he laughed at me. Ooh, my God. When it was over, she says, I realized there was blood on my shirt. I got out of there. I went to my friend's apartment in the same building. The friend visiting from college was already there. She says, I walked right in and went to the bathroom and tried to get the blood off of my shirt. They wanted to know what happened. I said, I just want to go home. The visiting friend pursued her and said, you're scaring me. Anyway, so that that's what happened with that account. She describes that, and I visualized it very well. That is disturbing. That is very disturbing. Let's move on to the other woman. Her name is, well, her pseudonym is Lily. She was a server in the VIP section of the now shuttered New York nightclub number eight in 2015 when she met Noth. 
she had been a fan of 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 him since he was on Law and Order. If you guys ever noticed, he was on Law and Order for a few episodes, wasn't it? I mean, I don't really watch the original Law and Order as much as I do SVU. Like SVU, SVU is the goat. I mean, Dick Wolf. Hello, he got it all. He got all the accolades from me because he's an incredible writer and show creator. So he was hitting on me for sure. I was flattered. I knew he was married, which is shameful of me to admit. He was 25. She was 25. He was 60. Noth got her number and asked her. I was like, uh, that's crazy. Mr. Big is asking me out for dinner. And he asked her to meet him at this place, which is, which as a fan of the show, Lily knew had been the setting. Oh, okay. So he asked her to meet him at a particular place in New York, which is a famous setting of one of the episodes of Sex and the City. Okay, cool. That's exciting. She's a big fan of Sex and the City. I, I want to go. I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm talking it up because I can visualize all of this. This doesn't sound um, unbelievable. Lily's friend Alex, who has known her since high school and who was also living in New York, says she advised her not to go out with Noth. I just didn't have a great feeling about it, she says. She was like, no, I think he'll be, an, I think he'll be nice about it. He was nice and respectful when I met him at the club. It's just dinner. But I've always been the mom of everyone. Also, when you're in it, you don't see the red flags. Absolutely. Lily thought that the fact that he invited her to dinner showed some interest in getting to know her, that she was, you know, basically in good hands. But she says when she arrived at the time he had set, the kitchen had closed. Oh, here we go. They had wine at the bar as Noth talked about his dis disinclination to appear in the third Sex in the City movie that actually never happened. There was talk of, of a third one, which I'm happy it didn't happen because the second one was unnecessary. He asked me a lot about my job and my trajectory, she says. She told him she was working on a career in journalism. As the evening wore on, she said she had too much to drink. Okay, girl. Okay. But, you know, sometimes you get a little past yourself. You're having a good time. The guy in front of you is Mr. Big. you like, I think with this, it's, you know, I don't want to put too, too much blame or any blame really on the women this time, right? This time. No, but since I don't, I think this man here, he is taking a lot of stock and using the popularity of his character on this famous show as a way to get into these draws, as a way to lure women to him. Like, who's going to say no to Mr. Big? Even how old, well, he's not as handsome as he is, as he was, so I could see people saying no now. But even at that time, at the age of 60, I'm sure he still looked good. I don't know how old he, he is or when he appeared on this episode or episode two of, of the new Sex and the City. But either way, he was... He was still this nigga. Like, he was that guy. Like, okay, you you can say no to Mr. Big? It's like Trey Songs, which we'll get into at one point. But my God, Trey Songs, I am very disappointed. that Now, Trey Songs isn't accused of sexual assault. And I hope that doesn't come out in the news anytime soon or period. But there's a lot of accusations against him of just 
horrible, just weird, creepy behavior. There was one story that I talked about when it came out when he was, uh, he had two girls. These girls are known being hoes and groupies amongst many celebrities. And they were in a hotel room and they were about to have sex or something and he wanted to pee on her or he just started pissing on her. And she just thought it was weird, but it just happened. Now, look, I... (laughs) Not my jazz. Not my jazz. But who am I to say that's inappropriate? Like, people like weird things. It may be weird to me, but what's weird to me doesn't mean it has to... It has to look predatory. Doesn't mean it has to look illegal, right? Like, if you want to shit on your nigga, then, uh, like, literally shit on him. Okay? Like, that has nothing to do with me. That's fine. Like, as long as it's consensual, all right? So, um, a lot of people were giving him slack on that. And I kind of defended him at that time. I was like, well, ultimately, what you do in your business you know, is your business. What you do in the bedroom is your business. What you decide to do sexually with your partner, as long as it's consensual, it's your business. No matter how weird it is, people like golden showers. There, I don't know what about it. Some people like to be pissed on. Something about the warmth of the piss. Now, let me tell you something about piss. When I pee, it feels like heaven has opened. And what I mean by that is the the gates has really just opened it finally opened because I peed because I finally released what's been locked in my bladder and is out there's a feeling about peeing especially when you've been holding on to a piss or especially if you have a a a condition that increases your bladder or weakens your bladder and every time you pee, it feels like a relief, which is what I experience every time. Like, most of the time, really. Well, no, really, every time, every time. So every time I pee, it's like, oh, my God. Now, if that sensation is the same sensation people get when they get pissed on, then I understand. I mean, okay, it's just a piss is a piss is a piss is a piss, right? I, look, not my jazz, but I can understand. Anyway, let's get back to this. So... <laughs> Uh, what happened? So she goes to the, where was I? Okay, so she goes to the dinner. The kitchen was closed, unbeknownst to what was revealed to her earlier. The evening wore on. She started drinking a little bit too much. And she was to the point where she felt like she was blacking out. She says her fan worship of Noth was such that she almost felt she was having an outer yeah, she was having an out-of-body experience just being on the date. I, I get it. I get it, girl. Of course I'm going to drink. This is the, this is the once-in-a-lifetime moment. Oh, my God, this brings me back to straight songs. I remember in undergrad, in undergrad, me and my friends, we were talking about if Trey Songs, like we just randomly said his name, and we said if Trey Songs was here right now and said, I want to go out with you. And would you go out with you, meaning, like, go out and sleep with you? Would you take him up on the offer or not? And one of my friends was like, hell yeah, like, that'll be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Like, why not? You know, it's Trey Songs. And I, at that time, wasn't as boastful in my opinions all the time. I mean, I was pretty boastful in my opinions, but, like, 
when it comes to sexual stuff, I, I still kept that to myself at that time. But in my head, I was agreeing with my friend, like, hell yeah, if I had an opportunity at that time, not now, especially not now because he's a fucking, Trey Songz is not looking good. But damn, he has some, he has some good songs. So anyway, I understood why my friend said, hell yeah, she'll take that opportunity because you have this man who, you love this mu- you love his music. You love what he makes you feel when you listen to his music. It's like, why not see this opportunity out? Like, I, <laughs> I mean, look, I've never been in compromise or approached by anybody in that sense. So nothing happened. But I, I'm just saying I can understand when someone is in the presence of uh, of a celebrity, of of an artist they worshipped, essentially, or just, like, really just enjoy and dig their music, and you find interest in me? You want to take me out to dinner? You invited me to your apartment? You want to have, you know, hear my opinion on a book? Like, Okay, like I, I could understand. I can understand. Not, not to say that I would necessarily. I think it's something that you say, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, you say that flippantly. Oh, I'll get a hall pass for this guy or for that, you know. But it's not necessarily something that you really see it through. But if the opportunity arises, I can understand how someone would. Not to say I would. But anyway, so she's in this out-of-body experience. She's excited. She's drinking a little bit too much. The restaurant is closing at this point. He tells her his apartment is just around the corner. Oh, how convenient. Of course your apartment is just around the corner. Let's go. <laughs> she uh, says, uh, so Noth had owned a Greenwich Village apartment since 1994. He had a collection of whiskeys that could sample, that they could sample. Like, nigga, I was, I'm already drunk. Now you want me to sample whiskey? He, he knew what he was doing. God, I was not super sexually active, not wild and crazy, Lily says. Now she finds it humiliating to admit that she didn't think he would try to sleep with her. I thought, we're going to drink whiskey and talk about his acting career. It sounds so stupid, she says. The apartment was an amazing place. We were listening to music and he has all these books about art and fashion. He tried to make out with me. I cautiously entertained it. He's older and looked older. He kept trying and trying and trying. And I should have said no more firmly and left. And then the next thing I knew, he pulled down his pants and he was standing in front of me. He thrust his penis into her mouth, she says. At that point, bite that shit. Bite that shit. I I can't, you know, obviously she can't go back in time, but I think that would, you know... But, you know, when you're in a moment where you're caught off guard, you're not always going to defend, right? There's this flight, was it freeze, fight or freeze? Hold on, I'm going to tell you right now. Freeze, flight or freeze? What is it? Flight or freeze? Yeah, no, flight or fight response, right. And so basically meaning when you are in a position where something traumatic is happening to you, your response is an automatic physiological reaction to an event that is perceived as stressful or frightening. The perception of threat activates the sympathetic 
nervous system and triggers an acute stress response that appears the body to fight or flee. Um, also, to add to that, you might find yourself freezing in the moment. So not everyone deals with trauma in the same way. So some people may fight. Some people may flee. And some people may freeze. Like, it may be so traumatic that they, they don't even know, they can't even comprehend to turn around and run. Or they can't even comprehend to bite your dick as you're thrusting it in my mouth. Like, it's not easy said. So although I just said, oh, she should have just, you know, bit his dick. There's a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda, right? So anyway, he thrust his dick in her mouth. Uh, Lily says she brought up that he was married with children. Nov had married in 2012, and at that time he had one child. He said marriage is a sham. Monogamy is not real. The next thing she knew, he was having sex with me from the back in a chair. We were in front of a mirror. I was kind of crying as it happened. When it was over, she says, I went to the bathroom and put on my skirt. I was feeling awful. Totally violated. All of my dreams with the star I loved for years were gone. She called an Uber, revisiting this brings her to tears, yet she says she finds it freeing to tell the story. I hear all the time that you should not meet the star that you always wanted to meet, the star that you idolize, because oftentimes these stars, these big names, disappoint you. And, you know, I was just talking about expectations and disappointment with that a few episodes ago. It's the same thing with these big-time celebrities. Like, I would rather not meet Trey Songs because, shit, everything I hear about him is disappointing. I would rather not meet Beyonce even because, you know, I just don't want to be disappointed. Like, I don't, like, what if she's, you know, people say she's really, really nice. But it's like, you know, you don't know how people are in real life. You don't know how they are when they are in their everyday so, uh, I would rather not meet any of these stars. I'd rather just stick with the ignorance is bliss motto and just imagine that there are these, like, amazing, which they are amazing performers, and I just keep it at that. Like, I don't need to know about you personally because at this point, I, it's going to ruin what I've already created of you in my head. And it will suck if, because like all these news I'm hearing about Trey songs is just so dis- disappointing to listen to, to read about, because damn, now all of his catalog is going to have uh, an asterisk to it for me. Now it's going to make me feel like, damn, this guy, he has a bad attitude. He's picking fights with people. I remember watching him on an episode of The Breakfast Club years ago, and he was just so negative, like just a negative Nick, negative Nicholas. That's what he was. He was giving DJ Envy a hard time, talking Kurt to him, and just just being an asshole. And I'm looking at him, I'm watching the interview like, oh my, this is an R&B crooner that I used to love. When I tell you I used to love Trey, like, Hands down, Trey Song. Like, I followed him from the beginning of his career until, you know, years ago. But I really just loved him. I remember being younger and not having my own money. <laughs> I went to my mom's purse, found any credit card. I didn't know what credit cards were. I just like, let me just find a card. <laughs> just probably has money in it. Went on Amazon and bought 
his first album, which is the one that was out at that time, the Trey Day album. Oh my gosh. So I bought the album and I bought Jake, not J. Cole. What's that guy? Um, put you to bed. Jay Holiday. Cause both of them were out at the same time and those songs were amazing. Well, Bed from Jay Holiday was really amazing. So I just decided to buy his album. And every song from Trey songs from that album, Trey Day, I really enjoyed. I was like discovering YouTube at the time and I heard snippets of music from that album from Trey Day. And I was like, okay, this is a really solid album. I really want it. So I stole money from my mom <laughs> to buy it. <laughs> and it came in a few days later and I rocked that CD. That CD was everything. And to this day, Trey Day, Trey Day hits as well as Ready. Oh, that's a classic. But anyway, not, I say all that to say, it just sucks that this man whom I've just found so much comfort in is now seen as a weirdo, at the very least. Like, he's not seen as a rapist, thank God. He's not accused of rape. He's not accused of sexual assault of any manner. But he's accused of being an extreme weirdo. Like, I mean, in case you're not familiar with what I'm saying, let's get into it real quick, and then we'll wrap up. Okay, so, oh, shit, I just said <laughs> he's not accused of assault. Oh, this article just popped up. Trey Songz accused in lawsuit of assaulting woman at Miami nightclub. Okay, you know what? I'm going to end it here. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. Ugh. Anyway, I, I'm dead. That's going to end it here. Y'all read it up on yourselves. <laughs> Trey. 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 Oh, anyway, let's end it here. Thank you guys for listening. And I will check in with you guys tomorrow again.